Welcome to Tales She Told Me, a podcast featuring honest conversation about what it means to be a woman, a mother, and in business. I'm your host, Farah Haydar. Today, we will be discussing everyday creativity, and joining me is Jav Sid. Jav is a biotechnologist by day and helps crafters with full-time jobs make passive income from SVG cut files by night. For those of you that don't know, SVG stands for Scalable Vector Graphics, basically a graphic that uses mathematical equations to scale to any size without losing quality or resolution. Jav's time-saving signature framework helps crafters fully utilize the limited amount of time they have. So Jav, I have to admit, I'm a crafter for fun, not for profit. Um, On one hand, you know, when I looked at your bio, what fascinated me about you was that we have this biotechnology on one hand. And on the other, arts and crafts. So help me make the connection here. How did you get started? Uh, there's a whole story behind it. So <laughs> I, I've always been creative ever since like I was a little kid. And I was all into sewing. I have been sewing all my life, creating bags, dresses, designing dresses, whenever uh, we would be buying new dresses, especially the cultural dresses, I would be in the first in the line telling the tailor okay you got to do it this way you got to cut it this way these are the designs that are going to go in there so I've always been creative and biotechnology was something uh like I come from the Asian culture where you have where you are you can only be three things you can be a doctor engineer or Or a pharmacist (laughs) (laughs) or yeah. So, uh, so the bad technology is something which came from there. However, I later realized like, I really love science and that's later on when I had established my business, I realized how much I miss science. So right now I am in, uh, trying to get back into my career now that I have established my business. Oh, Wow. Do you think do you think we make a mistake um, when we separate creativity and science? Like we treat them I separately. Think, I'm not sure they are. Uh, yeah, I, I think we do. It it it's like you, we should be encouraged from childhood to pursue things that we are interested in, rather than doing something just for the name, just for the sake of the name, because. Uh, when you pursue something that you are deeply interested in, then it shows you you are putting the effort and you really turn out to be an expert in that field. But then again, we have people who ha- are multi-talented and who have passion who are passionate about multiple things. If if somebody can manage all of it, then I don't think there should be a problem. <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of see it like I always tell my my kids, especially like when you t- when you deal with scalable vector graphics. Right. So what what literally drives those graphics is a mathematical and equation, like some of the most beautiful artistic things that we have are literally it's literally driven by mathematical co- equations. So I always tell them it's, it's kind of like it's this false separation we have in between the two. Um. So tell me, like, when was your aha moment where you said, like, okay, I need to have creativity in my life and I can actually build a business out of it? So this was back in uh, uh, 
2009, I think. Uh, And that's when I graduated high school. And I really wanted to make extra income so I could go to Harvard. (laughs) But uh, so I was like, okay, what can I do here? And back then I was living in Saudi Arabia and uh, that's where I grew up. And over there, the opportunities for women are very limited. Like you can't take public transport to go for work. Uh, you don't have you, back then. We didn't have many opportunities to work. The only thing you could do is tutor kids at home. Yeah. And then I found out about blogging, making money by sharing your talents online through blogs by selling your products. So I was like, okay, this is something I can do, and this looks promising. So why not? So I had always been into designing bags, creating bags. That was something I was passionate about. So I was like, okay, I am going to start teaching people how to sew bags. Mm -hmm. So that's how I got into it. And uh, for the first couple of years, I was teaching sewing, how to sew bags, and I was designing sewing patterns. I was uh, selling bag sewing patterns to other people who would buy my patterns and sew their own bags. So for a couple of years, it was all about bags. But then down the line, I realized like, for me, it I'm an entrepreneur at heart. Mm-hmm. And creativity is just an asset for me, I look at it as an asset. So when I when I realized like I had hit a plateau uh, with my sewing business, I I wasn't moving forward from five figures. I I had been stuck at five figures per year for a couple of years. And I was like, okay, this is not working out. I need to go up up my level and move to the next level, hit the six-figure income goal. So I was like, okay, what's working right now? And back then, cricket had just started booming in... uh, cricket was taking all over the world, like back in 2018. So I was like, okay, this is the time to pivot. And that's how I switched. And I started creating SVG cut files instead of digital sewing patterns. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I totally get it. I just want to tell you, I relate so much to some of the stuff you said about, you know, women and the, the opportunities available to you. I don't know if you know, I don't know if I ever told you, but I actually grew up in the Middle East. I grew up in uh, Lebanon. I'm I'm originally Lebanese and and Muslim as well. Oh, wow. so, yeah, so I have a I had a lot of Saudi friends and you know so so I totally understand where you're coming with that and I guess you just it kind of fueled your entrepreneurial stuff. It's like I I have to make my own opportunities, right? Um, so you just yeah. sat and then cricket came up and you saw an opportunity, you went for it, which is amazing. Um, so tell me, what do you do when you run out of ideas? So that hasn't actually happened. I have like three different lists of ideas <laughs> and uh, it, it just keeps popping in the head. And uh, if, if I do run into uh, uh, a black hole or something, I would just hop onto Pinterest and do some brainstorming over there. Or maybe check out the trends. Uh, what is trending right now? What are people looking for? Uh, do some market research and get ideas from there. So these are the two two hacks that you do. So you deal with a lot of crafters, right? Obviously, you run a business where they're your main customer. So let's 
I'm going to take this in two different ways. Like what are some common traits you find in crafters? What is something that you hear over and over and over again about how people maybe utilize their creativity or get, get into this or some common theme you see? So for a lot of people, this is like a hobby, like a fun thing to do after they after they're done with all the work for because they find it very therapeutic and uh, it really calms them down and uh, and there is another group of people who use it for making money making extra income uh selling t-shirts tumblers customized gifts stuff like that oh wow and um how do you think it enriches people uh, people's lives because you've mentioned like they do it just because it's therapeutic uh for me, uh, I, I'm going to just step in and share my story. Sure, of course. For me, I feel like uh, having this uh, this outlet, this creative outlet really makes you as a person. It gives you a lot of character to your personality. And it's really important uh, when it comes to self-development because when you are creating things using your own hands and your mind, and then you see the final creation and you just get to sit there and admire it. Oh my gosh, I am capable of creating something like this. I have so much talent in my hands. And for me, it has really helped me in getting over my insecurities. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, when I'm com- when I'm sitting in a group of people and I'm comparing myself with others, if somebody, if something like this, so this really helps me in getting over like seeing my talent, what am I good at? And what are my superpowers? It, uh, I think it really helps me in giving a sense of purpose and sense of accomplishment. Uh, like, okay, I am capable of doing something completely magical of creating, uh, turning a plain paper into a beautiful piece of art. So that's what it means for me. Do you have a favorite story from one of your crafters? Like, do they share with you how they use your files and business? Uh, yes, they do. Like, for example, a lot of people come to me, they, they, they're looking for easy beginner ideas because they have just gotten their cricket and they are so, uh, what do you, what do you call that? Um, Overwhelmed. They're just overwhelmed by all the functions because you got to set it up. So they're, they're looking for easy to use files. And some of my designs are very straightforward. Like they don't have as many details. So uh, for some people, it's very easy to just cut it and put it together. So I specialize in creating 3d artwork with multiple layers of papers uh, that you just cut it and you just, put it one on top of the other. So I have this file, which is very, very popular. And it's just a quick win. It gives people, it, it, it'll take you 10 minutes to cut it out and just two minutes to put it together. And when people do that, they just come to me. They're like, oh my gosh, I finally made this. I'm so happy I was able to do it. And uh, it, it cut out perfectly and it looks so beautiful. And they frame it in a picture frame and It's just a moment of celebration for everyone. Like, yay, she's using my file and she successfully managed to cut it out. And it gives the 
person, the customer, a sense of accomplishment as well. Like, yay, I finally made it. I think now, obviously, you attract crafters from around the world, right? Like, so what do you think sets some of your designs apart from something that they could find like on Pinterest? Mm. So when I started my doing, uh, I launched my SVG design store, I saw that a lot of people were doing things uh, differently. Like my presentation just took people with a with a surprise because I was the way I created my designs I used gold papers gold foil papers silver gold rose gold and when I used those papers and created my 3d designs people were in shock they're like oh my god how do we do this what papers did you use what files did you use so everybody just wanted to know about that and Anywhere in the market, you couldn't find any such thing. The, the it, it just the, the presentation blew their minds off. So they were like, okay, we want to buy your designs. And the first month that I launched my shop, I made $1,500 right oh, off the bat. That's really great. For, you know, anyone listening, that's really good. Like if you ever started an e-commerce business or something, doing $1,500 in your first month is really, really great. So let me ask you, no, it really is. So let's say there's someone out there that's trying to build a business, not necessarily yours, like, like yours, but trying to, in a similar vein, an e-commerce business, maybe they're doing it on the side, et cetera. What's the one piece of advice you would give them? So I am also an SVG business coach. I teach other women how to do what I am doing and get the freedom in their life. So when, whenever somebody comes to me, this is one thing I tell them, hire a coach, <laughs> Enroll in a course, it will save you so much time and energy and frustration. It it will be a lifesaver. Because if you have a goal, for example, if you wanna if you have a set goal that I want to make one thousand dollars per month ASAP. Uh, so that I can pay off my home loan, so I can cut down my hours, whatever your income goal is. Please work with a coach. Please work with a course instructor so you get a step-by-step plan to create your designs, to create and create your website, to sell your products. And you can focus on that, whatever you are an expert in, and let the other experts guide you through the rest of the process to make your life 10 times easier. Oh, I'm with you. Like when I wanted to start this podcast, I actually took a course with somebody. And I mean, I I don't think I would be doing this right now if it wasn't. He just made it so easy. Now, obviously, be choosy about the coach that you select, but uh, he made it easy, but he saved me a ton of time. And and there were certain parts of the course where he said, I'm not going to ask you what you should do here. I'm just going to tell you what to do because it'll. I've been through like I've tried every microphone. This is the one you should get. I've tried every hosting service. This is what you should do. Like, don't don't waste your time and energy and get frustrated, especially because I would assume like a lot of the women that come to you have very limited time. And if it's a side gig, they have very, very limited time. So, you know, tell me a little bit about how you manage that, because it is a side gig for you. You are a biotechnologist by day, right? Yes, so true. So when I was starting out, I struggled big 
time because back in 2013, 2014, you didn't have a lot of resources on designing and selling sewing patterns. I had to, I wasted two years of my life trying to figure out how to design in the illustration software uh, using Adobe. And, and it was horrible. I could have been making so much money instead of trying to figure out the software. So this is a huge lesson and it's kind of a regret as well for me. So, so that was that. So once I had figured out now I have cut down my hours to just work around 10 or maximum 20 hours per week. So uh, back then uh, when I was uh, running my business, I would, uh, I chose to use, I chose digital business instead of selling handmade products because of the freedom that I, it came with. Uh, I needed business that I could step away from when I had my uh, exams, when I had my assignments and selling digital files gave me that freedom. Like I would step away for two to three months, yet my business would work in the background. I would get sales. I would make money in the background. So one thing that really helped me was switching to a digital business model rather than the physical business model. So that really helped me in utilizing the limited time that I had. Well, it's scalable too, right? Like you get a hundred thousand orders for a digital file. It's like send, send <laughs> versus having to make a hundred thousand bags. So I, I actually work in a, in a physical product business. I, I have a bakery and, you know, we have to bake every single item. Like it, it, it's not scalable. You know, I always tell, I came from a high tech marketing where it was like sales, 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 sell as much as you can. We've already done all the work. We have a software or like you, a digital service, et cetera. So if you sold a million in a day, you were a hero. I sell a million a day now. I'll bankrupt my business. I won't be able to fill all the orders, right? So it's, it is very, very different. So yes, moving from something that's handmade, product-based to a digital file, brilliant. It's the only way to really scale, especially if you're doing it as a side business and not your only business and you don't want to go outside. So true. All right. So, you know, one thing I think about when I think about creativity and one thing I struggle with, and I'd love your opinion on is... I'm a creative person. I do writing and, and voice stuff and like this on the side, but um, it just seems that the world is so fast paced these days, mm -hmm. right? It's just fast paced. And, and I feel that sometimes creativity just needs some time to breathe and, 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 and allow True. itself to just develop. So how, how do you manage that? You know, because you're not only doing your, your biotechnologist on the daring day, you're running a business at night, but you also have to have time to, to find these creative ideas. So, you know, any thoughts or tips or tricks on how to do that? Oh, that's a, that's a juggle for me. That's a, <laughs> it, that's a struggle, honestly, because the, I have so many home decor projects that, uh, that they're just sitting there because I don't have time. So, uh, like I said, like, this creativity is just an asset. I deep down, I'm an entrepreneur and I am blessed to have this creative side for myself. And when I have to use creativity, I use it for my business. Uh, and it's true. Like sometimes you get, get so sucked into the 
all the business stuff that you forget to actually go out and enjoy yourself. So I, I suggest like taking a day or two out where you are just sitting there and just enjoying yourself. Like I, I tend to take my iPad and I would just go and sit in a park and just randomly draw stuff or uh, browse Pinterest because it just really sparks your creativity, get ideas from there. And maybe once in a year or something, I will do a home decor project separate from my business. And you're doing it for the love, right? That that's actually, there's actually a name for that, what you do. It's, it's called an artist date. And it comes, I don't know if you know who Julia Cameron is, but um, she wrote this book called The Artist's Way, legendary book, millions of copies sold. And that's one of the things she tells people is when you're a creative person, you you go into the well. And if you keep drawing out of the well and don't fill the well, you're going to have an empty well. So one of the things True. she recommends is every week to go for an hour or two and do something purely for the fun of it. It's not work. Yeah. It's just you doing it for the love. So that's, that's a great idea. Um, any final thoughts before we move on? Final thoughts are, uh, I always tell people, like, if you really want to do something, you are fully capable of doing it. Don't let the fear hold you back because that is just, rubbish that's just rubbish in your head there's nothing stopping you you just got to work on your mindset and if you let the fear go you can do unbelievable things well jab you have done some unbelievable things and it was a pleasure having you if you'd like to learn you're very very welcome if you'd like to learn more about jab and make a craft or two you can check out her website at www.cutandmakecrafts.com where she offers a free masterclass in the six-figure SVG business framework. All the links will be in the show notes below. As always, I'd love to hear from you about this episode. What does creativity look like to you? Hit me up on Instagram or Facebook at Farah Haydar. Also, I'm giving away a PDF of some of the best quotes we've had on the show. Beautifully designed to print, cut, paste, whatever you like. Email me at farah at farahaydar.com and title it quotes. Talk to you soon. And until then, chase your happy.